This is the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast with your host, Dave Danu. All right. Hello, I'm Dave Danu, aka The Spectrum Shaver. Welcome to the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast. I talk to friends and fellow enthusiasts about their wet shaving experiences. A huge thanks to Andy Wilmer, aka The Opinionated Brit, who joined me in episode 14. It was great hearing about how he got into content creation as well as his wet shaving journey and other projects he's been involved with such as the take men podcast with todd stanfield if you haven't subscribed to his channels make sure you hit that subscribe button welcome to episode 15 this is the first time i've had a guest on for the second time and what an honor and a privilege it is to have him back this gentleman finally hit his a thousand subscriber record continues to make awesome wet shaving videos and teach his fellow countrymen all about this fantastic hobby. I'm of course talking about the Brazilian bearded legend from episode 12, Mr. Andre Pinto, aka Baba Tadicinal. Hi Andre, how are things in Brazil? Hi Dave, uh, I really love your interest. Uh, and it's a pleasure and honor to be here again on the channel during this very special episode. Um, Brazil is great. We've got a full program with family and friends, uh, some special events, uh, trips between Sao Paulo, my hometown, and Recife, my wife's uh, hometown, going to uh, family weddings, uh, going to a deserted beach, eating uh, great stuff, you know, every, everything I miss, I, I count the days to coming back. And yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been great, great, um, yeah, great to be here uh, back home again. And thank you very much for having me again. It's an honor to be your first ever second guest. And yeah, thank you very much. How have you been? A pleasure. And um, I'm, I'm really jealous that you're in Brazil right now. I, would, uh, I wouldn't mind um, <laughs> tipping us some caipirinha and um, yeah, just chilling by the beach. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're well and, and um, it's good that you're back home. Um, yeah, huge with me. Been busy Christmas shopping. It hasn't been, um, yeah, my wallet's been really feeling it. But yeah, I'm looking for um, Christmas break and relaxing and looking forward to my Christmas dinner. Um, so yeah, um, looking forward to that. So I'm going to dive straight yeah. in. Um, how's the channel going since the last time we spoke in August? Yeah, it's been uh, as good as, as it has always been. Um, I'm extremely... Uh, honored and flattered about the engagement that I've I've been receiving. The community is growing. Uh, the awareness is 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 growing for, for you know for traditional shaving. Um, I've reached the yeah, last time we spoke. I was about to reach uh, 1,000 subscribers. It's been super nice. I've got a awesome giveaway from from Rockwell, and currently I have. Almost, I'm reaching my 1,700 followers, so 166, 67, something like this right now. And so again, soon, it, it, I think it's becoming, uh, um, it's yeah, it's going to become like the thing. Well, every time I come here, I'm about to hit a milestone, and then I give a spoiler giveaway or something, <laughs> and then I hit that that milestone. And yeah, it's been it's been great. I've been fortunate enough to test so many great stuff, uh, hardware. Like I, the last time I we spoke on 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 our episode, I think our episode was twelve, right? Yep. So I 
I, I mentioned I wanted to test uh, some injector razor, slant razors, and Parker uh, was kind enough to send me. Um, and I've got some great software, some many uh, great artisans. I've tested Shannon's soaps from, from the US, Zingariman from the US. I've recently tested ES, uh, Rasage Traditionnel from France. Awesome. Awesome soap. I mean, it, it's it's been it's been it's been amazing. It's been really really nice. I'm super happy about it, and how people have been people have been um, responding to it. So it's it's it motivates me to to move forward. I'm very happy, and um, congrats to just say you know, Grace Bader Benz. Um, yeah, that's um, a fantastic achievement. Thank you. Um, I've been having your contact. Muito obrigado. <laughs> Do you know um, like even like the software side, the top of my head, I remember. Um, uh, you'll have to explain to me. I can't remember the artisan. I don't think I was familiar with it. But you're using like a really nice lime scented soap. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was Taconic. Taconic, which by the way is is also a a Parker brand. I mean, uh, the it's it's part of the group. And great soap, great soap, um, glycerin, art, uh, artisan, uh, artisanal, like, uh, yeah, um, handmade, great oils, great, you know, uh, ingredients, uh, great scent, uh, very refreshing, like from, I would, I would wear it like all year long, but especially spring, summer, uh, also great stuff, great stuff as well. That's awesome. So um, any new content pieces you're currently planning or working on? Yes, uh, a lot, uh, a lot for um, for these upcoming, you know, uh, days or weeks or year. Since I'm on vacation, I've been trying to to get to the topic, uh, exploring more, you know, traveling. Uh, I've done in the past a, a travel uh, a travel video, which wasn't as good as I hoped. I think, well, um, I was smart enough to, to release a video on traveling when everyone was in lockdown. <laughs> but um, anyhow, anyhow, I think the tips I, I gave there were uh, still very valid and good. But now that I'm traveling, I've been, you know, collecting things, seeing what's, what's on the shelves, bringing some content on Instagram. I'm doing some videos. On about traveling and stuff you can find um, laying around, you know, from from grocery uh, sh shops or or you know small small chemists. Yeah. And one thing that I've been doing and it's being received, uh, it's being really well received, uh, which is going more on the historical or facts uh, on the shaving uh, towards Gillette, the models and the history. So that has been doing really well, and I, I do see myself doing more in the future. So I've done one of the old type. I've done a, um, a review on the heritage, and I spoke a little bit on the on Gillette. I'm I'm now I've recorded and about to release in the upcoming weeks something about the slim adjustable, which was connecting to the James Bond, you know, the Ball Seven. He used that in in one of the videos. So the 100 years old old type, and you know, it's it's been it's been nice. I'm I'm going also bringing a little bit more of a uh, history or facts uh, to Gillette. It's been people are liking, and I've received since I've received uh, two identical razors uh, from Rockwell, the 6S. So they sent me um, 
the, the red and the blue. So since I've got like two identical razors, why not starting a, a series of, of comparing two blades? So in the future, I'll also be doing a lot of that. So putting uh, two different blades and shaving, you know, side-by-side shaves and making some reviews and, and, and talking about the, the blade, the differences. So we are definitely going to be um, looking at it in, in 2022. And finally, I'm also doing, a, I'm going to do a little bit more of the beard care routine. Um, so the beard care products, I've received some stuff and going a little bit more, not leaving the, the shaving. And I think the focus of my channel will be shaving, but, um, yeah, definitely, definitely this, this part of a little bit of a grooming beard care. That's cool. And that's, just, yeah, it sounds really exciting. Um, especially the whole Gillette vintage thing, um, and maybe educating people from like, um, the uh, the Portuguese speaking world, obviously, um, yeah, that's your main audience. So um, yeah, that, that, that's really cool. I love that. Um, but yeah, yeah, thanks for the all the updates on the uh, barber to listen to our channel. Um, so how would you sum up traditional wet shaving in twenty twenty one? Whether that's like products, um, if you change any shaving rituals and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I've, I've, I think over the the last uh, questions or comments, I've, I've went a little bit through uh, on this, but 2021 has been extremely positive uh, for sure. Um, overall, not only for the channel, but also I would say like the community, as you said, uh, I've I've seen more and more people joining the the community, so people experimenting uh, the traditional shaving, uh, people. They told me they bumped into my channel and they recently they discovered traditional shaving and the forums. Uh, well, there are some forums just like Badgers and Blades or other famous forums in in uh, worldwide, but there are some forums in Portuguese and they are also growing. Um, and I think it's 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 been really good because I mean we are bringing awareness to to the people people are trying starting to to look at it being more critical also about about the shaving the shaving products and i think that will force uh the bigger brands to you know not to not to ignore us they have to acknowledge that it's being it is it is on on a constant uh growth and hopefully we can see some more brands or some more products on the on the shelves as well and I've seen um, brands, I mean, the beard care, um, the beard care, you know, uh, products or brands all over the, the world, they are a little bit more established, I would say, than the shaving ones. In Brazil, that's also the case. So we see a lot of very good brands in, in beard care and grooming uh, uh, all around. And we see them slowly introducing some 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 shaving products which is excellent some are bringing some razors you know like they are doing some uh, rebranding re from those razors in, in china but at least they are um giving you know they're they're bringing some some content uh, content products to to uh to the shelves so it's it's been really nice i'm not sure how much the pandemic also positively positively influenced it you know like people are 
uh, are more at home. They're, they have fewer leisure options and they were more online. They discover stuff. They bumped into those channels or they, they have more spare money and they, they don't go to restaurants or all, or all that or in the past. Right. So, and they, they bought some more stuff online. I don't know what, I mean, how much that have uh, influenced or not, but uh, we do see this, this increasing in the wet shaving community. And, and even we see stories um, from people who actually lost their jobs, their actual, I mean, not actual, but yeah, those, those you know, day, day jobs uh, or main jobs. And some of them then had to reinvent and many started their own shaving business, you know, like making soaps or making products. So it's been it's been good and bad, but you know, um, somehow somehow, uh, I mean, positive or good as 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 I could say. As to my shaving routine or rituals, I wouldn't say anything drastic has changed, but I do reckon my my technique has improved a lot. As it always been in the in the hobby, like my first shave or my first few shaves uh, were horrible, but you have to you know keep on uh, paying attention, and then suddenly you get this muscle memory, and and you start uh, shaving way better to what you did in the past, and and kind of you start you start shaving really well with regardless what you have in hand, you you can get really good shaves. So. Now, the one thing that has changed, I do shave much more on camera than I do off camera because of the channel, the content. So I, I take all the opportunity that I have to make a video and, and make some content. So I do admit that I, although I love to create the content, I miss a little bit the the, the me time, you know, my mindfulness part of the sh of a shaving, like my playlist and me and my shave uh, all by myself. I do miss that a little bit, but um, I like I like creating the content. Yeah, I think you made some really really um, interesting points there. I mean, you mentioned like, uh, the pandemic, and obviously um, we're sort of seeing like um, mainstream products. For me, uh, the mainstream products and getting people into this um, way of shaving for me. I don't know if it's just like in the UK. I'm guessing it's in other countries as well. And I mean, over here we have like um that the the, the, the King C Gillette razor. You can get it in like any supermarket. Um, mm -hmm. And for me, I think that's uh, maybe people are getting um sorry, gaining attention from that. I, I actually have a school friend. Yeah. I'm proud to say I got him into traditional work shaving, and he bought yeah. a very razor. And um, yeah, he, he will only shave now um like the traditional mm -hmm. route um and that's just from picking up that razor in the supermarket and me telling him about it so um but yeah also about uh, the pandemic i think um yeah you made an interesting point i think even when i had um matt pasasic on um in a recent episode i think he said that they were at razor emporium he sold quite a few like starter kits um he mm -hmm. noticed quite an increase in that so um yeah no that's uh, that's um yeah that's that's really interesting um yeah. Uh, one thing I was. Yeah, gonna... and I've seen. Yeah, go on. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go on, go on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I Yeah, yeah. I. By the way, great. It was a great episode with Marcus Osric. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, as all your your episodes actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it it was really fun to to listen, and I love Matt's uh, channel as well. His videos is very nice. Very 
uh, instructional and uh, full of facts and history. It's very nice. And yeah, you, you mentioned the King C. Gillette, and that's also something that I that was mentioning about being acknowledged or trying to, to get this, um, you know, get the attention from the brands. I do recall I, I wrote, you know, I do, I don't live in Brazil, I live in Belgium. And in Belgium, in Europe overall, you can't get a King C. Gillette on the supermarket. Yeah. And I, I, I actually, I did write uh, to Gillette Brazil. And, and mentioning them, you know, like the, the community is growing. I mentioned even that I had a channel and that, um, you know, those kind of, of, of shaving products are, you know, we kind of need that in, in Brazil. And that uh, I, I was asking or suggesting or proposing them to, to bring King C. Gillette to, to Brazil. And also in the U.S. there is a, uh, oh, now I, I missed. I missed the, the brand, but there is a brand, uh, Gillette, uh, but there is a line, product line um, from Gillette, more of a environmental friendly. Uh, they have some razors. They have a, like a shaving soap uh, as well. It's on the shelves. I did. Now it, it's, it, it, I, I forgot the name of the line, but it's also from uh, Gillette. And they replied me and said, well, it's Brazil. It's not on their target. It's not their, you know, priorities. Uh, they're not bringing, they don't have, right now, they don't have a date or, or any information of, on bringing those, those products to, to Brazil. So, uh, with that, you know, uh, increasing the community and all that, I do hope that, uh, in the near future, they change their mind and, and bring more and more, uh, products to, to Brazilian market. I, I really hope so. I mean, you're saying in Brazil, like, um, like the, this, this market for beer products is is doing very well. Um, mm-hmm. I don't obviously think I know you, because most countries you've got like that hipster scene. I think we even briefly mentioned it. Uh, yeah, but, um, but it's just yeah. I just I mean I mean the good news I mean and, and you um, I will plug this from your channel. Um, even if you don't speak Portuguese, I think you've got you can get subtitles on YouTube. And but um, we even mentioned the brand in episode twelve. But at least I guess you've got like is it Pomin Dyer? I think I pronounced that right, Pomindaya. Yeah, yeah, perfect, Pomindaya. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you dubbed them as like the Brazilian Paraso. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess that's um, a starting point for anyone in Brazil trying to get into the hobby. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we 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 do have some products. Uh, as I said, yeah, the, those beard uh, brand, um, beard care uh, products. But Palmindaya, for sure, it is a a, um, a brand from southern Brazil, and which is nice, affordable, good, um, and for sure, um, it's very loved, beloved by you know barbers, and they do sell it in bulk, you know, like a, um, more than a pound of worth of of you know soap, like a tub with a uh, with a pound of of, of content. Um, so you, and also like you get those uh, regular, I don't know how many ounces, like uh, ten ounce, five ounce, yeah, five ounce. I don't know, one hundred grams or something. You know, like those smaller, smaller portions. And it's definitely a very good brand, good thing to to go for. It's re- relatively, um, you know, easy to to find. Um, yeah, it's definitely a a, a door 
to 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 get to to traditional shaving. Do you know what? Even uh, I mean, I love parasa, so I'm, I'm, I would love to try pomandaya. Just because uh, you know, you said that I think that the main version is like very, it's like very mentholated. Is that is that correct? It is. It is. Although, if you are familiar with Prorasso and you see something is mentholated, I mean, Palmindaya is mentholated, you would be a little bit disappointed because it's not as mentholated as as, as Prorasso is. Um, it has like this, uh, I don't know, citronella. It has like this some more some other smells as well, and it's it's lower it's lower in the menthol, but it does have a little bit of menthol. Yes. Interesting. Um, so I'm going to turn my attention to, um, I know, I think we spoke like on Instagram. I know you, you'd like to have a gut host in the pod. So what we're going to do now, we'll, we'll um, swap seats here and you can host and um, ask me some questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks about it. Yeah, we, we, we've been talking a little bit um, in, in the past. I mean, we've become, we've become friends over uh, WhatsApp, Instagram, um, and all like we, we, we uh, consume each other's uh, contents, yeah, and we've 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 developed this uh, this uh, good, very good friendship, and which I very much appreciate. I'm far from being a proper host or you know giving the great interests uh, such as yourself, but I think this uh, since this episode is special, and I I do appreciate having the opportunity of shooting you a few questions myself, and yeah, maybe changing a little bit of. Um, um, yeah, uh, since I'm the second, I mean, I'm in here for the second time. Maybe we can do some some stuff a little bit differently. And by the way, for those who are uh, listening, stay tuned because uh, there are more to to come. Some good other uh, surprise, not surprises, but some good stuff as well coming uh, in this episode. So please uh, stay with us. So my first question is. Um, you mentioned on your first episode, right? So you have discovered traditional wet shaving during pandemic. So compared to some people, it's relatively new, uh, but you fell very quickly into this uh, rabbit hole and you're very active on Instagram as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, where did this idea of actually having your the podcast actually first started? I mean, it's, it's, it's rather different from being an enthusiast but then actually going for, uh, you know, having a podcast. And has it been according to your expectations? I mean, your the frequency you've been um, airing, the guests you have been having, you have gotten some, you know, heavyweights uh, on your channel, the audience, the response. So tell us a, a little bit about it. Yeah, good question. So um, it started in late March. Um, I actually appeared on a podcast, um, which is called the fantastical podcast and a huge shout out here mm -hmm. to steve nuzbam steve is the podcast host um i love his concept yeah you, you basically choose five music acts um to play at your fantasy festival and you explain your choices and how you got into that type of music um and if anyone wants to listen to my one i feature in episode 41 um i'm plugging steve's podcast a bit here but it's on all the main platforms. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, if you love music, um, like if you're into like anything rock, uh, electronic music, um, pop, whatever, um, there's something for everyone. Um, and I believe there's about 70 plus episodes. 
But um, basically, oh. um, the the pod, uh, the podcast host Steve, um, I know him from football. He has a football podcast, um, and it's based on our team, Leighton Orient. Um, and I feel like somebody he, he inspired me to start a podcast, and also my, my best friend uh, Sam. Um, hello, if you're listening, um, we were talking on WhatsApp about the podcast that I'd appeared on, and he asked, um, "So what's next?" Um, are you going to go on any more podcasts or would you start your own? And I thought, why not create a wet shaving podcast where I can interview various people from the community, content creators such as yourself, um, to artisans and hear about their stories, basically. Um, with regards to expectations, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really, really niche. I never expected to be, I never expected to be in like the top 10 in iTunes podcast charts or, you know, anything like that. I'm just like, really really grateful for everyone who's listened so far i mean um i looked at spotify stats the other day um i think i've got like 55 subscribers but you know to those 55 of you that subscribed um thanks thanks so much love it um i've also had over i think i believe it's 2200 plays which i never thought i'd get um and i'm happy wow. yeah and um, mm. i'm happy the way things have gone so far so um yeah onwards and upwards Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, it's been, I mean, really amazing. I've, I've listened, uh, to literally all of your episodes, all of our, um, you know, uh, your hosts, uh, your, your guests, sorry. And it's, uh, yeah, great content. We can see definitely the passion, uh, that you put to and the effort that you put to, to it. And as I said, like you've, you've got some, some heavy, like real heavy weights, and I think like, I think you're episode three, maybe if I'm not mistaken, three or four, like it was already Kevy shaves, you know, um, you've got so, so many big names, uh, on your podcast. So it's really nice that people are, uh, you know, they, they actually, they are also themselves. They, they, they are, you know, they have been opening and, uh, and attending those guests and even, uh, me as a, as a listener, uh, it was really nice to discover new new people. So I, through your channel, I discovered some some new names, which I started also following. Some great guys, great content, and it's been very informative. Great to to get to know people's uh, history, their you know, story, their background, and even myself as a content creator, uh, also very. Uh, uh, I appreciate it also to have had the opportunity to 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 be here actually now twice. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations! Uh, it's amazing. Thanks, it's a pleasure. And, um, that's that's got to be a record for somebody that's listened to all uh, all of them. So uh, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and well, speaking of course of uh, of your channel and all that, you have recently rebranded. You've gotten a new fancy logo. You. Uh, you've got yourself a, a very nice uh, T-shirt, and yeah, you've been. We can see some some stuff moving uh, around. So, any any special plans, ideas for 2022? Anything you'd like to? Any 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 teaser? Anything you'd like to already uh, mention here on the channel for uh, for next year? Oh, okay, a very very good question. Um... I've got one guest lined up for January already, early January. 
Um, all I'm going to say is it's a good one. And many of the in the community use this company's product. Um, other than that, I just want to, yeah, just, just, just stay consistent and bring you guys an episode a month. And I know that's not always possible, but, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll try my best, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's it really. I mean, yeah, you, you, you talked about the rebrand. Um, I just got bored of like, like using my Instagram photo. So, um, logo done. And, I mean, it's not perfect. I mean, I, I, the person who designed it for me was from, um, another country and I don't think their English was, uh, I think that there was sort of like a few communication barriers, but, um, yeah. you know, but you know, I, I like it. Um, yeah. I think it was about time to have a rebrand. Um, as you say, I've had like quite a few of these heavyweights on, so I thought I'd um, as well trying to just just completely like rebrand it, I guess. Um, yeah. And Jen, here we are now. <laughs> cool, awesome. Yeah, it looks it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really nice. It looks really nice. And uh, yeah, it is. I mean, content uh, creating. Um, if we're, I mean, it is. From our, our from ourselves, it is like a hobby. We do have our you know uh, daytime job or actual actual let's like, say that you know our uh, profession and job. But uh, even still, like if we're doing something, you should do at your best. Uh, you know, if not, just quit it. I mean, if if you're not doing your giving your best, why do it? You know, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's uh, it looks professional. It looks nice. It's appealing. People, uh, we are like me on YouTube or Instagram. You see like a photo, you see something, or or if someone is is uh, scrolling through Spotify, iTunes, uh, all the platforms you're in, and you know, it, it has to be it has to be a, a a bait to to click like not in the in the negative way like the clickbait people say, but like. There has to be something for people to actually uh, want to click, and uh, there's nothing bad on on having a clickbait, but actually delivering, uh, you know, that that expectation. So yeah, super nice, very nice. I mean, that's that's so true. Um, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I still don't know 100% what I'm doing the whole time. I mean, from day one, I just guessed, and then I'm like, oh yeah, just like figure it out later, sort of thing. It's sort of. Um, in that approach and like i said yeah. this all this all happened from a whatsapp message um mm -hmm. again here we are now yeah amazing really nice and well still on your on your podcast um on your first episode when you actually talked uh yourself you, you was the very first one and you went through your ideal shaving setup which is a question you ask every single person that uh sits here on my on my chair like uh being your guest yeah. um uh, back then then uh, uh, your ideal shaving setup being as a pre-shave the cube unscented as a razor you went for the macro 34c uh, the blade was the gillette nasset nasset or how many things uh, or ways I've, I've heard people saying. Uh, the brush was the PAA Pellegrino. The yep. soap was uh, Cella, the red one, the, the almond uh, one. And then you finish up with uh, Allen Block, Witch Hazel, and as a splash, uh, you chose the Old Spice Aftershave Original. 
So has something changed ever since? So I've, I've seen you on your Instagram and how many different stuff you have been trying, you've been, you know, uh, using. Has anything changed uh, from your, from your uh, ideal setup? Oh, um, so let's start off with, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you remembered because I forgot that I'd mentioned the cube. <laughs> so the cube, um, if you remember, I interviewed Simon from Agent Shave. He was talking about the cube. Um, I bought, mm -hmm. I think he made the same mistake as me. I, I, I wouldn't say a bad word about PAA. I love the products, uh, the marketing, everything. But for me, I found, um, I only use that 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 cube, the menflator one that I own. If it's say like a, if it goes with like Proaso, for example, if it's not men mentholated, I won't use it because for me, it turns every shave into just like this menthol sort of shave um yeah. Yeah. so for me that's one thing that has changed um moving on to the brush yeah 100 percent the peregrino uh, i love everything about it the just, just how vintage it looks the color um uh the synthetic the synthetic knot is fantastic um one of my favorite things about paa is their brushes i know most people was going about their soaps but um yeah, I've said it time and time again. The the brushes are just so awesome. Um, razor, uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, the thirty four C is awesome. Like um, get, get like a super super great like awesome shave with, with a thirty four C. However, I've recently purchased a thirty seven C slant. I have had a, mm -hmm. a nominal shave of that. Also, another one this year that are. Oh, I could easily use it as a daily driver is that uh, that henson razor um mm -hmm. but yeah i i would I, 34c is, is, is such a great razor that I, I would still leave that in there um so we're we moving to the post shave um yeah i still use witch hazel um but i know i did mention a balm when i did this but there's a mm -hmm. balm that i absolutely love that has witch hazel in it um that's Zingari Man's, that's, that's the unscented balm. Um, mm. it, it's alcohol free and, and it contains witch hazel. Um, it keeps keeps your skin really hydrated. Um, I really recommend that. Aftershave, oh, I mean, Old Spice is a, is a classic and I just get this nostalgia from using it. It reminds me of my granddad. My granddad loved Old Spice. So, um, because that's the main reason I love Old Spice and just a classic as well but i'd say this year um i've really got into like bay rum like uh the scent mm. of bay rum so i think i've actually replaced the old spice with bay rum the um the club man one mm, interesting so yeah so you can see a few things are still the same and some of it sort of you know when you go down this rabbit hole and you start experimenting thing things start to change slightly yeah, 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 yeah. I get, I get the, I get the, the feeling, and also, uh, I, I don't know if I'm, it's because I'm, sometimes I cannot make some, some decisions because I like so much, so many things, and I think it's unfair to, you know, what's your favorite stuff, and then you really like two or three, and if you choose one as your favorite the other two that also deserve you know like it, it feels like it feels unfair <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know i know this feeling and also we when we try in, in this hobby when you try so so many stuff so many good stuff it's really hard 
to it's like a hair of a difference if if any you know like and it's hard to it's hard to 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 pick and yeah of course something some some people some things might might change i myself right now i mean to your to your um, uh, to your list as of today i have not tried any product from paa whatsoever not yet though i i am extremely curious people you know they swear by their their soaps and also the brushes and they do carry some interesting razors as well you know like the uh they have like the slant slanted the double open comb like they have so many different razors um and yeah i i would really appreciate uh testing giving it a go and also like as you say like I, I every every other picture I see on Instagram or shape of the, of the day they have at least a cube you know like they have a cube so many people use a cube as a pre-shave or they have like other PAA stuff so I that's one brand that's on my on my bucket list for sure and I think was that in your podcast actually that I I think it was in your podcast uh, with of course obviously with Doug when he mentioned that people might be using the the cube uh, incorrectly. Is that is that so that I think people what people do is before they shave they rub like the cube on their face and they get this mental they get overwhelmed with the mental they can barely open their eyes and and I think it was in your podcast that that uh, Doug actually said well you should take a shower with that if I'm not mistaken actually wash your face. And then you rinse it off, and like it, there's a now I cannot recall precisely the instructions, but uh, don't quote me on that. But it was something. There was something he 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 enlightened people on 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 the actual uh, way to use. use you are right, and um, my memory is terrible, so <laughs> thank you for reminding me. You are right. Um, I just for me, um, I, I find it is it's a game changer in the pre-shave, but for me, on my advice is. Is, is get the the just the normal guessing from scented or whatever it is, get mm -hmm. that one. Mm -hmm. If you are like a mental head, go, go for that one. But um, for me personally, I, I made the wrong choice. I, I would have rather have gone for the. Um, you, you know what? I do the same thing that um, um, Simon from Agent Shave, Shave said, where you, I just I just simply just just use it in a shower. Um, mm -hmm. um, I don't really use it as. Um, like I say, if I'm using like a like a menflated soap and I want it to match, then I'll use it. Um, but I just right. I'm just very careful with how much I put on because, like you were saying, if you know, oh Douglas was saying, it's the one thing that a lot of people get wrong. You, you know, you put too much of it on, and then like it looks like you've been crying and you can't see. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. In order to give that a go, just just be careful how much you actually put on. You don't want to overdo yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And I'm a little bit like you, like, uh, I like menthol, but if you put something mentholated, the whole thing becomes pure menthol. So I also tend to turn away or to avoid a little bit. Or for, exa for example, my Prorazo green, I, I almost use it during summer only, like spring, summer. Like I cannot... Uh, put it on during winter. I mean, there are people who love it. People who, you know, they they use all year long. But uh, I also 
I think there are so many good scents, so many good soap. I mean, not that Peraza is not good, but uh, you know, formulas, formula-wise. But um, there are so many good scents, and I menthol is not like not my my only or my my favorite, so to say. Yeah, the menthol thing. I mean, I've, I've used it in winter a few times, but yeah, summer, hundred um, percent. That one, and what's the one by? Um... Is it fine accoutrement? Snake bite? I mean, that's another one that, that mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. mainly use that for summer as well. I mean, when you, I mean, um, you put that on, and my God, you you really you really feel that tingle. Right, right. Yeah, fine is another brand I have never uh, tried uh, yet. So, but I I'm I'm keen to to try for sure. And you mentioned also the the slanted the thirty seven C. It was. I was uh, very much keen to getting that that one as well. I fortunately I got the semi slant from from Parker, so now I pushed back a little bit uh, that desire, or or actually at least having <laughs> to uh, <laughs> buying so many. I have so many products right now. I feel sorry for you know having buying too many. I mean. It's just like any other hobby, like you cannot just simply buy everything you want to try. And it's, uh, and also slowly at a slow pace and uh, some someday I'll definitely give it a go to the 37C as well. I recommend it. I mean, um, I found it particularly useful. Um, I sometimes have issues with the mustache area. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. that, that one did um, like a really, really good job. Super comfy. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with Merca, uh, in my opinion. Um, just like such a legendary brand as well. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely one to add add to the list for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, amazing. Um, nice. Well, thank you, thank you for your uh, comments and yeah, your updated ideal shaving setup. Pleasure. So now I wanted to to. Oh, sorry. Go. Sorry. No, no, I just said, like, you're welcome. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll, now I wanted, of course, it's all about you. I mean, asking you the questions and all that. But I wanted to move a little bit away from, from the podcast uh, theme itself. Um, for all those who follow you on, on Instagram or who do not follow, please do. It's at Dyspraxic uh, Shaver. And one thing one cannot ignore is the channel name, you know, the dyspraxic uh, shaver, if I'm saying that correctly or not. I'm, I'm sorry, please correct me. Um, but I would like uh, very much to to ask you actually specifically why you chose that nickname or the, the, the name. And while uh, you're at it, could you actually explain us what is ex- exactly uh, dyspraxia? Yeah, sure. Um, you're good at this interview, by the way. Um, not a dash, as you, as you guys say in Brazil. Um, the name comes from a Twitter account I created, uh, yeah, last year. Um, I wanted to connect with fellow wet shavers. Um, when registering um, the the account name, I really struggled to think of a name and thought of a concept. I was like, why don't I create an account where I can talk to wet shavers? And people with dyspraxia and hear about their stories. Um, so yeah, that's how I come up with the name dyspraxia shaver. Um, so dyspraxia. Um, this is also known as something called DCD, um, and DCD that stands for um, developmental 
coordination disorder. Um, so what is that? Um, it's a lifelong condition that makes it hard to learn motor skills and coordination. It's not a learning disorder, but it can impact learning. Um, I don't want to turn this into some kind of sob story. Um, <laughs> I mean, it isn't, but I'm, I'm really honest about it. Um, so I'll share some examples with you. Um, so if you look at my childhood, um, I remember early like um, childhood memories. I remember starting school and I struggled with the concept of using a pen and pencil. Um, I remember my parents bought me these they're like um, these like rubber grips you'd put on, like a pen or pencil. Um, and it would, it would like it's basically it would mold where your fingers and thumb would sit um, when you're writing, which it, it really did help. Um, another one, I couldn't ride a bike until I was like ten years old. Again, something I couldn't grasp for a long time. It also it's funny because I'm a huge sport fan, but playing it, I'm terrible. Um, more examples at primary school, we had a football team. All you had to do to get into the team was literally turn up to training on a Tuesday evening and you're pretty much in. However, me and another guy who I'm convinced to this day had something similar to me, um, yeah, didn't get into the team. So since childhood, I've known there's, again, I'm just being honest about it. I've known something hasn't been quite right, but I could never figure out what it was. I knew there was elements of like, I had like problems with like coordination and also, sometimes I'd struggle with like interpreting information. So at school, if the teachers, you know, writing on the board and then you're like copying from the board, I'd be like very slow at it. And then I probably miss something out. And then I would just, just, yeah, I couldn't like interpret everything that had been written on the board. So the catalyst was two years ago where I thought I'd give learning to drive another go. Um, I remember the first lesson I told the driving instructor, um, I think I have like a coordination problem. Um, and she told me about how one of her students has dyspraxia. A few lessons went on, I had a really, really bad lesson. And uh, I can laugh about it now, thank God. Um, the instructor recommended to drive in a, like an automatic. Um, mm -hmm. And that was that. Um, as soon as I got home, I researched about the condition. Um, I think actually I remember I called my sister because um, she, uh, with her job, she deals with children with many like uh, like disabilities and stuff. So I thought, okay, she's the right person to call. Um, explained what had happened in the driving lesson, and she's like, oh yeah, you know, thinking back, um, remember, you know, you know, growing up, um, if you couldn't do something, you'd ask me how to do something. Like it'd be like an everyday task that I'd I'd like struggle with, and I'd have to get my sister to help me um so yeah I, like i said I, I did like research on the condition and like it was like podcasts or reading um articles and research papers and <clears throat> everything i was just reading this information was like, oh my god this this makes total sense um a year later i got a diagnosis which cost a lot um but you know what it felt liberating that after all these years i found out why i've so poor <laughs> Coordination are why I struggle with everyday, um, just with everyday tasks, basically. That's uh, very interesting. Well, thank you very much for sharing. Um, 
actually, I, of course, I do have some other uh, comments, but you, you mentioned uh, you got diagnosed. What, what, how old were you when you actually got the diagnosis of the dyspraxia? Uh, so 33, yeah, it was 33, which is incredibly late. But the problem is, um, again, I don't know, it works differently around the world, but in the UK, if you're like, if you're like a, I guess like not a, student no it's like primary school secondary school university student you, you can get like mm -hmm. um that that can be paid for but when like you're not in like full-time education and um you you have to go private and i think it was like something like 800 pounds to get diagnosed so a lot of money mm -hmm. uh, a lot of money and um yeah i had to do all these like i went to like a like this dispatcher specialist and um yeah to do all these various tests and then um at the end of the test they could then figure out if i had it or not and i think the woman who who um assessed me could, 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 could um tell straight away um that i had it right that's uh yeah that's very very interesting thank you very much for sharing i i did have you know some uh i was curious uh, to to get uh, examples as you richly uh, described uh, how can uh, this this dyspraxia sorry how can this dyspraxia change uh, someone's life and you mentioned in various um, segments like in sports or in driving or you know all that uh, which are well day-to-day -day activities um, does that has that and does that impact your shave in any any way and could you give us any also examples uh, in the shaving uh, environment we've got to like change in my life um, I'll be honest like um, you mentioned driving there I've accepted I'll never ever drive even though my instructor mentioned going on automatic I think um, uh, like my reactions are not very good. So I just think I'd be a hazard on the road. So I've just been accepted um, that I'll never drive. So unfortunately I have to rely on like public transport and then sometimes I'll ask like favors, friends, family to drive me somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. Luckily enough, like a, um, they're all very kind and they, they all help out. But um, I, I think I'd also mention like work here as well. I think um, since I've been diagnosed, um, I've told, well, I changed jobs last year, but when I was on the verge of getting diagnosed, I told my previous employer, they're really like helpful, they're like anything you need, um, just say. So I, I've been lucky with that. But um, yeah, moving on to shaving. Um, I don't think it's really impacted shaving. Um, like, I mean, I think my technique at times might look a little bit awkward and I'm messy. But then there's like lava like going all over the place. But then again, I've seen YouTubers who aren't dyspraxic and they're like really, really messy. But the only one thing that sticks out, I remember I was going against the grain, I believe it was on the third pass. I didn't focus properly on what I was doing for literally a few seconds and I cut my chin really bad. Um, I think because it's an activity I take my time, it relaxes me. I find it therapeutic. And I'm guessing that's why I've had no issues with shaving. Also, I reckon the build-up muscle memory with these double-edged razors, um, well, besides that bad cut, um, I get the occasional nick, but but then again, you know, who doesn't? Um, mm -hmm. 
I, I feel like I use traditional wet shaving as like, yeah, this like therapy, I guess. Like, right. let's say I've had a, I don't know, a crazy day at work or something. I feel like the you got the I've got my playlist on. I've got them, got these like amazing scents. Um, I'm taking my time. It, it's my it's my time. I'm able to switch off. Um, uh, I, I just think it helps, and the fact that I'm not rushing, um, and, and I can mm-hmm. you know, when I'm relaxing, I feel like I'm going to make less mistakes. Right. Right. It is yeah. It's uh, it's interesting to to hear, and yeah, it makes totally sense what you said on the you know muscle memory, on the you know it's the relaxation time, your mindfulness, your paying attention. And yeah, and I reckon, I mean, who is not messy uh, on, <laughs> on shaving, be it like water splash or, or building a, a ladder. I mean, uh, whoever you are, you are messy. I mean, it's uh, and, um, interesting, but it, it's, it's interesting to, to see uh, this as a, um, yeah, as, may I, dare I say, escape from, you know, from, from all that and you can focus on, on you and, and get it going. So yeah, really, really nice. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for sharing. Very, very interesting indeed. And, uh, I, I must say I, I've haven't, uh, known, uh, dyspraxia or I actually Got it. Got it. Knowing by your, you know, your your screen name, your uh, username, and you now telling the telling you know, your story. I did. I did study in a school where it was very inclusive. Um, many, you know, uh, mates and different classes. You know, different. Uh, not necessarily directly with me, but people with dyslexia or some some sort of. Uh, uh, motor disability, like people on wheelchairs, some people on Down syndrome. I mean, uh, many, many sorts of, of um, 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 disabilities, if I can say like this. Yeah. And but uh, dyspraxia was, I think, was the first time that I that I've heard. And yeah, interesting, interesting. Your 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 sharing and your 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 take on that and how you actually have to, to deal with that. And as you said, it's a, it's a lifelong uh, condition. So it is something you have to, you have to cut your corners. You have to, you're not the only one that, um, that has like, Oh, it's the first time I've heard about it. Or, you know, yeah. and, and it, it, it's funny you, you mentioned dyslexia there because I feel like, uh, maybe like myself, people that grew up in the eighties more for me, 90s as a kid um it, it was never known about like um mm. you know like dyslexia would be the only one and people that struggle like reading or writing that sort of thing yeah but that was the only one i really mm-hmm. heard of but, um yeah no it's um it's sort of now people are you know taking an interest and there is actually better awareness now so which, which is really really mm-hmm. good yeah 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 amazing uh, well, speaking of awareness, uh, are you somehow engaged uh, to the cause, like to dyspraxia? Uh, how can other people now um, listening to us get to know more about uh, this condition uh, if they want to research, or how can other people support it? I mean, are there any institutions, NGOs, hospitals? I mean, um, are you somehow engaged uh, to to the cause uh, at all? 
Um, I've donated to the Dyspraxis Foundation, which is based here in the UK. Um, I remember one time I gave a small amount via their um, Facebook page. Um, the Dyspraxis Foundation, um, a little bit of background about them. They're, they're, they're basically committed to making the teaching and medical professions more aware of dyspraxia and to spread understanding of how of those who have the condition can be helped. Um, if there's anyone out there listening to this and thinking they might have it, or a friend, uh, a family member has it, and look for some information on the condition, um, I recommend going on their site. Um, that's um, www.dyspraxiafoundation.org.uk. I mean, the information there, I mean, you don't have to be from like the UK. I mean, they've got loads of like resources. Um, my knowledge is really poor on like international um, other international um, charities that are linked to it. That's something that um, you might have to look onto. But if you're looking just like for simply for like resources, um, that, 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 that's a good one um, yeah. to go to. Also in October, I believe it's the first week of October, um, we have Dyspraxia Awareness Week. So everyone from the online community, the Dyspraxia community, um, we all like share our stories. Um, and yeah, basically just raise awareness. Um, I remember like the, the 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 two weeks we've had, well, the past past two years for the the awareness week is is done really really well. Um, and yeah, I just I just think that'll get stronger and stronger. Um, over in here in the UK, I mean, um, I know this is an international show, but um, Doctor Who, I believe in that there was a dyspraxic character. Um, other being like another show that we've had over here that um we've had a dyspraxic character so I, I believe in this country we're going in the in the right step i just believe it still will take a lot of time nice nice interesting thank you for those uh resources for those names and i i definitely think that people over uh listening that would like to get more about it or as you said if you have uh any fellow, um, any acquaintance, acquaintance, uh, people on the family, friends, uh, it's it's uh, important to, yeah, well, to to get awareness and to know about it. Um, and well, yeah, speaking on all that, once um, I got a comment from a, a viewer on a on a video that I posted, I was doing like a tutorial or like. A, uh, something related to shavette, uh, straight shave, uh, shavette. I don't know, it was like the beard line, you know, like the, the design of a beard, or it was like a tutorial how to do your, uh, you know, shave with a shavette or a straight razor. And a follower of mine had mentioned that though he would very much like, he cannot uh, use a shavette or a straight razor due to a motor... Uh, impairment after a car accident so now I mean uh, something yeah I don't know what happens uh, what what type of impairment there was but uh, yeah he cannot uh, it's unsafe it he cannot uh, use uh, handle uh, uh, shave or straight razor it's, uh, oh wow it's um, it's interesting I mean uh, not interesting in the, in the way like whoa nice it's interesting interestingly nice but it, it is surprising yeah to to hear uh to hear that yeah 
And that all makes me think of any other actually sort of disabilities. Yeah. So we were talking before, you know, like uh, I mentioned something, I don't know, Down syndrome, dyslexia or dyspraxia or whatever sort of disabilities. I mean, blindness. Uh, so many people that might have uh, some light or uh, stronger yeah, uh, um, impairment and how it affects actually their daily lives, you know, like such as a simple task, such as shaving or uh, for one, we can maybe take it for granted. You know, it's a simple and easy task. Yeah. Um, you know, blind people, people have Parkinson's disease, uh, victims of stroke or other accidents. You know, so many simple chores, uh, daily tasks that suddenly becomes uh, difficult. And it is, it is, uh, yeah, it is kind of a, it is uh, something to, to think about. It, yeah. Absolutely. I think um, with like razors, I think one thing that's good is like there's so many like the, um, you can customize, or it's like the handle, you know, something for like a, a better grip. Um, there's all these other things you can do. So, I guess that's part of the hobby that, that, that could help. I mean, there's there's so many things out there, including mine. Um, but I think that could be one aid. Just these all these like various customizations that you can make on a on, on a razor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually a very good idea. Yeah, it is a a very good idea for all those uh, brands, those razor makers. Uh, around the world that are listening to us right now, please would be encouraged yeah, to, to make some custom, I mean, not custom, but some handles uh, or heads uh, or even blades, I don't know, but uh, um, thought for the, for those people who might have any sort of, of, of difficulties with the actual hardware that we currently have. Uh, well, uh, Dave, thank you very much for all those answers. I could ask many more. Uh, really appreciate the opportunity. How did it feel to be on the other side of the table this time? Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to share my story. Um, I, I do reckon people are, like on Instagram, for example, are, are thinking, like, what is this name about? So there you have it. Um, yeah, great interviewing techniques. Um, I could definitely see you being a podcaster. So, um, yeah, great question. <laughs> great questions. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. And, yeah, um, I guess we'll be uh, seeing you again in 2022 again, um, answering more awesome questions. Um, so we've been talking about this idea for a while now, um, and this is a great way to end 2021. So, um, and I are going to host the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast Awards 2021. Um, we've come up with the following categories. So we've got the best artisan, best hardware manufacturer, and best content creator. We've split the final category into two regions, one for Europe and one for North America, respectively. So Andre, you're going to go first. Um, so right. let's kick off the Retro Wet Shaving Podcast Awards 2021. All right, yeah, uh, highly, uh, the responsibility is high, and <laughs> as actually we're 
speaking earlier, it's I'm I'm sometimes when you have so many good stuff, it's hard to pick the best or the favorite, and it it, it feels I feel bad for the others who didn't make uh, the cut. So I actually, if I am allowed to, I do have a couple of honorable mentions here and there, if I if I may. Yep, sure. So first category, best artisan of 2021. In my opinion, that should go to Shannon Soaps. Um, reason being, well, first of all, performance-wise, excellent soap. The the ingredient list is amazing. I mean, all you know, natural. It is uh, well for being an artisan. It's all handmade. It is all extremely uh, fine, finely selected. The ingredients and the scents. It's a blend, like very complex uh, scents uh, that uh, that they have. Great couple, um, Shannon and, and Brian. Uh, great couple. Great uh, interaction on the social media. If I have any 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 trouble, if I have any any you know you have thoughts or you would like some consultation on their sense, uh, they're get gladly uh, help you out. The soap is extremely easy to lather. I mean, it's great soap. It's a great consistency. Uh, the sensor, as I said, um, it's amazing. The labels and the quality of the the, 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 the tubes uh, themselves are extremely nice. All I mean, the, the type of thing, the product that it's uh, well thought all around, you know, in, in all the other uh, aspect. And I think in, in addition to that, it is extremely affordable. So if you think, I mean, they have three formulas. They have the classic, the Chupacabra, and the Roosevelt Reserve, and the formulas, all they, the three formulas are really good. I mean, all that are, are very nice. But if you think that the classic uh, formula, they start maybe on the eleven dollar uh, range for a big uh, tub. Um, I mean, the price is unbeatable for an artisan soap, you know, like you barely, maybe you can get something off of a shelf with that price, you know, from a chemist or from a supermarket. But uh, I mean, the quality would not be as good as as the Shannon soap. So, and if you move to the Chupacabra and the Roosevelt Reserve, there will be a little bit more pricey, but not uh, impetitive pricing. I mean, they will be as as they will cost as much as any other uh, artisan soap, uh, but not uh, unaffordable. You know, you won't you will, even the Rustbell Reserve, which is the most premium line, you won't break the bank. So, uh, for all those reasons, and excellent soap uh, overall, it has to go to to Shannon soaps, and. I do have some honorable mentions. Uh, my first honorable mention is Zingari Men. Also, amazing soap. I mean, also the quality and the ingredients um, is also the same. It's, I mean, uh, again, really good. Heather is very fun. Uh, she she makes some some lives on Instagram. She she does some some educational content as well. Great stuff. I have the Explorer. One of my favorite scents uh, so far in terms of soaps. It's amazing, really good. I also uh, strongly recommend. 
And a second, um, a second honorable mention is a brand that I've recently discovered and I, I recently gotten the chance to testing and trying out, which is ES Rasage Traditionnel, uh, which is in France. And also, again, like similar story, a couple, uh, man, a husband and wife, they created their brand because, you know, you cannot get good stuff from, you know, from the chemist, from, from the supermarket. And they started doing their own uh, stuff and really good soap. Uh, I've tested one uh, and amazing soap, amazing leather, good quality, good post shave feel. And now, like going to, the, I mean, a bit of a European uh, honorable mention has to go to them, and I look forward to testing more, more content. content oh. Sorry, more products from them as well. Awesome. I, I've actually still not tried um, uh, a soap from France. I know there's um, some great, great stuff from France. I just, yeah, it's it's, it's like on my list, and you've got to. Um, uh, uh, I know, I know, it's quite high end. So, what is it, uh, Mata and Deconte? I think that's quite a high-end one. That's the mm. um, Oh, there's some others. I, I can't think of the top of my head, but I know that. Yeah, I think Kevin Shaves recently used the French soap on his YouTube channel. That looked very, very good. I think from. Um, I think it's a family-run business. I think they're maybe in the east of France. I think, but um, yeah, I think it's another country that has a lot of good stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely, yes. Yeah, my, uh, that one I've never tried, but I think I will get some samples uh, next year. And if I do, I'll I'll make sure to uh, make it reach you as well. And if you'd like to, to try, um, yeah. But also like the ES Razage and the Zingari and the Shannons that I have, I I'll I'll make sure also to send you over some samples. You can you can test if you would like. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be very very nice. Um, well, moving forward, best hardware manufacturer 2021. Um, I think for people who follow me on my channel, and yeah, I don't know, um, I, I don't think it, it will be a surprise for anyone at all, and I'm I don't have a problem saying that. <laughs> it has to go to, in my opinion, 2021, it has to go to Rockwell, and I will explain myself. I think, I mean, I, again, I, I'm not, uh, ditching other brands and saying they, yeah, you know, they're not good, but, uh, uh, Rocco has given me the, the reasons, uh, to not to believe, but really to assess that, uh, they have been the manufacturer of the year, in my opinion. First of all, great quality. I mean, we cannot, we cannot ignore the, the greatness and the quality of the razors. It is. I mean, regardless of the razor you have, uh, people swear by the 6C, which is their uh, a little bit of a entry level. I mean, not the 2C, uh, but like, let's say like the full kit, so to say. You know, like the 6C, people swear by it. They say some people even say it's even they like it better than the 6S, which is uh, the uh, costs uh, double as much, twice as much. And you know, like they have the great product. It is a a patented uh, design. You know, the, this flippable heads and the system adjustments. Uh, the system. They're always reinventing themselves. 
they have the new release, the Rocco T2, which was a, uh, a better improvement from uh, the Model T. Um, they are always, you know, um, proving themselves, uh, even, you know, becoming, uh, in order to becoming better and to bringing better products to the market. One thing that, that takes me uh, on that as well as being the best manufacturer 2021 is, I mean, are there are many other aspects, but first of all, customer service is amazing. If you have any problem, you can reach out to them and they'll help you out. This year, I've, you know, I, I, I participate in, in, in YouTube, uh, sorry, not YouTube, sorry, Facebook, uh, forums or, or other forums like uh, really those like uh, Badgers and Blade, but those uh, in Portuguese. And I do see people uh, commenting on the Rockwell or some, some. I mean, I, have, I think I have a couple of stories to share, but one of them is a guy, a fellow in Portugal, he said, I love my 6C. It's a pity that now it's, I don't know what happened, but the, the finish was wearing off. He had a gunmetal one. And I encouraged him to to talking to to Rockwell because of this lifetime warranty or because of like if there is any any issues um, they are uh, awesome and uh, he wrote them I mean no questions asked of the of course they asked some some for some pictures uh, not to prove or anything but really to send it back to the engineers and and try to assess the issue. But no questions asked. He got actually he got offered uh, a six S, you know, uh, entirely free on the mail. He didn't have to return his old six uh, C, you know. Like it's the kind of a thing that you know uh, what I get from from the customers is really literally no questions asked. How can I help you? How can I get you uh, a full um, satisfaction? And they they will do it. Uh, the, the fact that they have a lifetime warranty um, also is a great plus. So I mentioned on my travel travel videos, and it's going to be releasing in my, my video. Actually, later today, I was editing. I'll, I'll publish a video today. And one of the aspects also I bring a, a Rocco Razor on my trips is exactly this lifetime warranty. If something, if it falls, falls in the ground, it is my fault, you know. If it's I accidentally do something to the razor, uh, it is covered. So, I mean, and plus they are always something new. They are always on a pipeline. They are always reinventing. So um, it has to go to Rockwell. I do have, as in as I did have for the the software for the soap, uh, honorable mention. I have to mention uh, Parker uh, as my honorable mention. For the product assess assortment, so they have the uh, some adjustable razors which I have um, yet to test. Um, they have great. I mean, many people also swear by the razors, the adjustable uh, razors. They have the injector, which they newly launched a version two of the injector razor adjustable. They have the semi slant. They have so many, you know, butterfly. They have whatever type of razor you would like. They do carry those. They do have uh, brushes. They do have soaps, as we mentioned earlier, the Taconic. So um, I do think that Parker deserves um, an honorable mention. 
And of course, there are so many brands that I'm yet to trying. Hopefully, I will try in 2022. But uh, those two are uh, worth the mention for sure. Yeah, I mean Rockwell. I've I, I really I don't own one, but um, if I look at look back at the last episode of Andy, he um, he's he pretty much I, I think it was the success he was talking about. He, he literally summed up and said it will change your life. Mm. You would agree with that as well? I would, definitely. And also, I mean, um, the, the colors they carry, I mean, they are, I mean, there I say they are, they are sexy, you know, like I was, I was talking to them, you know, and she like this, uh, the matte finish on the 6S, it just looks like a, you know, like a, I, I'm not a, a, a car guy, yeah, but I, I mean, it, it, it looks like this. When I see that 6S, the matte finish, it for me, it reminds me of, you know, this uh, SLS Mercedes, uh, you know, this very sporty, very, you know, uh, it looks like a sport car, sports car. They also have like a, a blue one, like also, I mean, the design is the same, but with the blue, it's you know, aggressive, it's sexy, also looks like a, a sports car. The red one, I mean, it's, uh, it's super nice. And the way they are, as I said, uh, reinventing, they have like now, I mean, not now, but uh, a few years later, they got the 6S, which is stainless steel. I mean, they always get something on their, they have something on their sleeve. And it is, though it is aggressive, it is comfortable. And you cannot, I mean, you feel the blade, you feel the, uh, I mean, the, the effectiveness of the razor, but um, it is uh, still very forgiving. With the skin and and all, but uh, it does it does the job uh, amazingly. Brilliant. And today, that's what you want from a razor. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'd, I would love to own one in red. Like the look of it in red, just looks, oh, I just I would love to own that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is amazing. It is amazing. It's also my favorite personally. My favorite is the red one. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Uh, well, moving over to. Best Content Creator 2021, Europe. Um, in my opinion, I mean, again, here uh, for both uh, now, I mean, Content Creator overall, Europe, North America, wherever the country you are. I mean, I'm in Europe, but I'm, my audience is Portuguese speaking. I mean, there are content created all around the world and they all deserve um, their share of, you know, uh, Acknowledgement and 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 so to say congratulations uh, because it it takes I mean I'm a content creator you are as well for the podcast but it takes effort and time and that should uh, somehow pay off or that should be acknowledged for Europe my award to best content creator uh, will go to CB Shaves, uh, actually Chris Bedwell is his name, but his uh, YouTube channel is CB Shaves, uh, a fellow uh, British uh, of yours. Um, he's been to the channel uh, as well to your to your um, podcast, being episode seven. For so everyone who's listening, tune afterwards to channel. Sorry, not channel episode seven, uh, Chris. I love the way that has, uh, he's passionate about it. He's extremely friendly. We can see a lot of effort that he puts uh, to the videos. He uploads constantly. 
he's uh, you know he comments he he replies to the to the comments people leave uh, also in the community and he's 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 he's, he's been seeing the results he's got currently nearly 1300 subscribers uh, and it's very active in the community so I think I would like to uh, award him as the best content creator 2021 uh, for Europe. And uh, I wish for Chris all the best. And that's in his future videos. I mean, for the future 2022, that he sees his um, following numbers uh, increase as it is duly deserved. Well, that's a very good shot. I mean, I love his shave then. I love just looking at the background. Uh, yeah. yeah. What I like about this is, um, yeah, the enthusiasm and the passion. Um, I do love like he does all his unboxing videos, but um, I, I just love, yeah, he's got time for everyone. And I think he spends got most of the time just replying back to people. And that's what I love. You have these people that are creating content, and I mean, I've seen it not, not, in, not in our community, but other things like someone's got like a, I don't know, um posting stuff on Twitter, but not not actively replying to people. Um, and sometimes I think people forget what social media is. It's in the name, you mm -hmm. know, to be social. Um, and yeah, Chris absolutely nails that. Um, so yeah, great choice. Yeah, yeah, well-deserved. And uh, I actually got to know him by your uh, podcast. So thank you very much, Dave, for uh, introducing me to, to Chris indirectly. And uh, yeah, it's uh, very nice. And yeah, yeah, his passion, his den, and the the love that he gets from, from the community, from the followers. I've seen a video of his and I couldn't believe, I think he got like 12 or more razors, old Gillette. I got a, like a tin, a can, oh, uh, a Gillette can. Uh, full with razors, I think, including, dare I say, a toggle, if it was in there. Like, it was an absolute, I mean, the, the love he gets from the community is is amazing. And he deserves it. I mean, it's uh, it's it's really nice. I, saw, I think I know which video you're talking about. And, um, yeah, he's, um, I just loved his reaction as well. And, yeah, you just, yeah, um, coming out of him. Yeah, he, he's a great character. And, yeah, I feel like, yeah, he, he totally deserves that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a curiosity that I, I think I got from your channel as well with him. Uh, but it was interesting to know that, um, I mean, him, uh, Paul H and Kevy, I think they, they have the same uh, profession, right? So they, they all work for uh, the postal services in the, in the UK. So yeah. it was a happy coincidence. Oh, they, they all work for Royal Mail. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, very interesting, very interesting. Um, well, finally, uh, my best content creator 2021, now uh, North America, uh, is going for someone that I also recently discovered. I, well, I'm, before saying this award, I would, um, not necessarily it is an honorable mention, but I, in, in the past, I think in the last episode that we had together, I mentioned the people that I listened to, and I mean there are so many uh, people in the U.S. that put content. Uh, Mark Schwardy, uh I'm butchering again for the second time his name. Uh, very nice, you know. I am CDB, Chris Bailey, uh, Anthony Esposito, um, Ken 
cancers, uh, even Nick Shaves that, I mean, it's been a while, hasn't uploaded, but there are so many great people uh, down there, up there, or, well, there. <laughs> Depending, <laughs> now in Brazil, it's up there, but in Europe. Yeah, it, I'm in Brazil, so up there. Uh, so there are so many people uh, there. And yeah, very good. But, uh, however, nonetheless, I... I, I think that the best uh, content creator for 2021 North America is going to go to someone uh, maybe not very much uh, known for, for everyone. Uh, this, the guy is Greg Tardif. Uh, in Instagram, he's at gtardif86. And, well, his name is Greg Tardif. And... It is an amazing channel. I mean, on Instagram, great pictures, great photos. On YouTube, um, I mean, I love, I love his energy. He and I love, I like the way he reinvented uh, the shaving videos because, I mean, his creativity and uniqueness are something you you have to you have to reckon. You know, you have to you have to. Uh, I mean, you cannot ignore. He's got some great camera and editing skills. He's, I mean, it, it does look, every video he makes, it looks like a, um, an advertisement of, of something, you know, like uh, uh, the, the, the skills he has on the editing, the, the videos, and also the way he talks to the camera that he talks to you, it li literally feels like you are on, the, on a couch with him drinking coffee or a beer and having a conversation. So. Super nice. He currently has have around 700 subscribers on YouTube, um, but I do foresee in 2022 that he will. Uh, I mean, he will pick it up and 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 be with with the with the other guys. I mean, he's he's really well talented. He deserves the he deserves the uh the award and and people uh now listening please go to youtube and instagram and follow him greg tardiv uh it is really worth it that's another great trust i, I i've only known about this guy from this year um actually from, not from instagram but originally from twitter um we followed his uh we followed each other um yeah great character um i'm also familiar with him more on I know it's an Instagram, but also TikTok. He's he's very good with TikTok. So anyone out there mm. is on TikTok, um, do you know what? I'll open Instagram, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok now because I can't remember his actual handle. It could be the same as his Instagram. Let's have a look. Mm. I have TikTok, so but uh, well, you are on TikTok, and I see people moving. Maybe I should try to go twenty twenty two also. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it, but um, yeah, Greg, I've just found him, so he's it's a simple one. So Greg underscore Tardif, if you want here, if you if you're on TikTok, um, and he's got yeah various videos uh, on there, um, yeah, so give give him a follow. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so those are my my names, my awards, and. Uh, Looking forward to listening to to yours. Yeah, thanks, Andre. Um, great, great choices. Um, I love they're a bit like out of the box as well, uh, outside the box, for so to say. Um, 
but yeah, brilliant. Um, so my choices, um, so best artisan for 2021. So my choice is Loathe the Grooming. Um, reason being, Johnny from me literally came out of nowhere and became talk of the town in our community. And you know, you can see why the way he blends his soaps. I've only tried juice, um, and my first shave using the soap for me, it was just like a trip down memory lane. The, the, the black current kind of scent it transported me back to my childhood, picking a uh, berry picking with my grandmother. Um, I just, yeah, that, that, that scent really just um, it, it took me back, and it's just super, super slick. And um, I, I would obviously love to try other soaps, such as Dave, um, which has a nice tea scent to it. Um, I'm, I'm a huge tea drinker, so that one really interests me. Um, I know he recently um, bought a new soap called Oregon, which has like many woody notes to it. Um, I don't know if it's actually dedicated to the state of Oregon. I don't know if he's got links with Oregon. I've got no idea. But um, I reckon there's a lot more exciting things from Johnny in 2020. Yeah, sorry, in 2022. So, um, yeah, just 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 watch this space. Um, just, um, yeah, I, I just think he's someone that's like really unique. I love the the, the, the branding, you know, the the, the matte black um, tubs mm -hmm. that's coming. Um, uh, just sort of like, uh, sort of like dark side, minimalist sort of side to it. Uh, beautiful product. Um, so he's, he's my choice for 2021. Um, moving on to... Um, hardware so best manual best hardware manufacturer of 2021 um so for hardware i'm going for henson shaving um i originally enjoyed the al13 razor i mean you could really use this um as your daily driver uh, really comfortable um countless times i've had a bb a bbs shave of it the razor is made from aerosmith aluminium and the grip is really really comfortable um it's easily my razor gear, and I reckon in, and I recommend the community would um would say the same. Um, so best content creator twenty twenty one Europe. Um, so yeah, moving on to the content creator side of things. Um, this one was really difficult, hence why we've scaled it down geographically. Um, I'm giving this award to the gentleman who appeared on the last episode. I mean, people are probably thinking. Oh, I'm just voting for people who's, who's appeared on this podcast. But um, honestly, it really isn't the case. Um, so I'm going for Mr. Andy Wilmer, aka the opinionated Brit. Um, my reason's been he's just not like this one trick pony. This guy is a YouTuber, a podcaster, and also recently started a second podcast on mental health, um, which he briefly touched upon, which I briefly touched upon in the show introduction. Um, I really like his take on reviews. And you really get an honest um, viewpoint on his videos. Um, in addition, I've been a fan of his podcast from day one. He said the very best on there. I really like um, the show style. Um, he talks like he's having a conversation with a friend down the pub. And the music quiz is it's just really entertaining. So, Andy, congrats, mate. Keep up the good work. Um, moving to the other side of the pond. So, best content creator 2021 north america um and this goes to um so i'm going for a similar approach the way i did with andy so i'm going to go from john from lather talk aka lather hog again not this like one trick pony um also a podcast podcast host with a youtuber he TikTok and instagram um 
he just comes across as a really nice guy and knowledgeable on all things to do with traditional wet shaving. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's my picks. Um, yeah, I, I'll just say a huge thanks for coming on, Andre, and presenting me with the awards. Um, how did you find it? Um, well, uh, very good choices from your side as well. Actually, I do have um, some... I actually have not tried i'm yet to trying uh, the lothar grooming soaps and and the hansen um razors which i people i mean both products they people really love it i mean not only not only you but as i said like the paa every other picture is a paa product i mean the other picture which is not paa is lothar i mean people are uh, using all around the world um, seems to be a great product, as people say. I mean, I've listened also to uh, to your podcast, uh, also uh, where you had uh, Lothar grooming in, which then is episode number eight. Uh, Johnny was in with you, also um, nice, interesting uh, chat you had with him, and uh, yeah, for the Hanson. Uh, razor I'm also yet to trying and people also say it's uh, really good um, shave really shaves really well though you barely can see like the blade uh, exposure but uh, uh, forgiving yet uh, efficient and I would really love to 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 trying that and I think also the content creators super fair fair enough uh, very fair and uh, yeah I think the the two choices of my my side and the other two from your side i think they are very um uh well balanced i mean not balanced but how can i say they complement each other like they're very yeah, yeah they they all all four deserved so yeah it was fun it was really fun yeah and no, i really enjoyed it and um yeah i um i love to hear other people's thoughts um what has been your favorite content creator artisan hardware manufacturer um yeah let us know um so is there anything i should like to plug um for those who might have missed your episode a quick reminder of how people can find you online uh definitely yes so uh it was a great honor to be here thank you very much again uh, it was it's been fun uh, i i think it was a nice uh fun episode we changed things a little bit with me asking some questions and with this award, which I think was a great idea from, from your side. And um, if people, if you're listening, uh, also like the idea of, of having the awards, why not uh, repeating again next year? I don't know, let us know uh, if you liked it. And if, if, if yes, uh, what kind of uh, categories we should include or, or, or what um if you do uh awards 2022 uh, or even uh during 2022 if you would like to to having me uh again uh would be my honor and pleasure to to come to come back congratulations on your podcast i uh, have indeed listened to every single of your episodes and they are all great fun and for those who missed that episode uh, where I was uh, there as well, please make sure to, to check it out as well. Um, for those who would like to get in contact uh, or you know, get acquainted with my, with my channel and content, my Instagram is barba.tradicional. 
so b-a-r-b-a dot t-r-a-d-i-c-i-o-n-a-l uh, on youtube i'm also barba tradicional you can find it uh, as the same name and my email is andre at barbatradicional.com and that's uh, those are the ways you can contact me or well, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Um, thank you to all uh, and all your listeners. I'd like to wish you also Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all the best for the year of 2022. Brilliant. We'll um, definitely do this again for 2022. Um, and yeah, we'll, um, we'll definitely be uh, co-hosting again. You've got the job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. An honor. Well, um, I'll just repeat what you said. Um, like, hope you have a great Christmas. Um, also to you, mate. Have a very great, uh, have a great Christmas, mate, and happy New Year. Um, well, that's it from Andre and I. Um, thanks for listening, and hopefully, hopefully, episode sixteen is just around the corner. If you'd like to come on the podcast, please let me know. Or would you like to give me feedback? Maybe you'd rather have this podcast hosted by Justin Bieber and Jersey Shore Snooky. <laughs> anyway, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me via Twitter and Instagram at Dispatchic Chamber. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to show your appreciation, make a small donation and buy me a coffee, please visit www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Dispatchic Chamber. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Have a great time with loved ones and most importantly, stay safe. I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. Feel, feel, feel. You're the only person I know who can take a one to see the life business and put it into a problem.